Hi, this is Mark, lead pastor of Lux Digital Church. I want to thank you for joining us today and also invite you to join with us live at twitch.tv slash Church every Wednesday night at 8.30 p.m. EST. Thank you for joining us and please enjoy this message. Well, hey, Lux family. It is Chino Mage down here in Tampa, Florida. Yeah, Mark is away. Uh, Declan, I want to get to your prayer concern, but not now. Uh, so stick around with us in the post show. Greg and I are going to be hanging out online. Uh, but thanks, Doc, for praying for us. Uh, I know Mark and Jen are in the chat. Uh, we were praying for you guys in Dream Team earlier. Uh, just want you guys to rest and relax and really have a good good time. Beggy Man, thanks for hearing us loud and clear. Uh, you also heard kind of Mark's exhortation during our announcement time to join us when we are in Discord, exclamation point Discord in the chat right now if you are live. We really want you to be part of the family over there. It's it's awesome to just be part of a community. And we're going to be talking about that community a lot tonight as we get into this whole kingdom culture thing that we've been talking about over the last couple of weeks. Uh, and if you are watching this via VOD or on YouTube or on demand, I kind of want to reach out to you as well. Uh, you can join in that Discord, but actually just hit a like or give us a comment or something. And, and, and I really want to start a conversation with you just to see who you are and kind of where you're coming from and uh, really just to kind of get to know you seems kind of weird some weird dude from tampa florida wants to get to know you but in all honesty we want to keep this lux family growing we want we want to see people really enjoying each other and enjoying the community that we've built and so that's you right there if you're watching or listening to this on demand uh yeah so join us in the discord or just drop a comment or anything like that but yeah declan uh we'll we'll get to that that uh prayer concern and that question later on uh, chino is weird uh thanks jt for that in the chat uh listen before we get going, uh, we're in the holiday season officially. I don't know if you knew that. Like we've theoretically holiday season starts like when ho Halloween starts. But like if you go to Costco, Halloween or Christmas started like back in August, you know, but we're, we're here. We're in the season of giving gifts. And I want you right now and over the next couple of minutes to pop into chat the best gift you have ever dis uh, received. Bougie wants me to describe my chat it uh, or my shirt. It is the Love Thy Nerd shirt. And if Frost is still in the chat, Fro Frostbite, uh, I know there's been a couple of Love Thy Nerd people. Uh, we want to love the Jedi and the, the Otaku and the Whovian and the cosplayer and the gamer and the geek. That's us. We want to love all the nerds. We love LTN. We love what they're doing. Go hit them up afterwards as well. <laughs> you were not praying on a muted mic. There's Frostbite. Thanks for that, dude. We love you guys. Uh, so glad to be really part of the extended LTN family. Best gift you ever received. Jenna Mage, Gmage312, popping in the chat and saying her husband. I love you too, darling. Uh, that's awesome, awesome, awesome. Homemade things. The best gift for me is my kids. Yes, absolutely. Beggy Man says, what a great shirt as well. Uh, for me, it, it the best holiday gift is salt and pepper shakers. Just some guy. That is a that is phenomenal. Does my stepdad count, Declan? Yes, your stepdad absolutely counts. For me, outside of like the normal answers of my wife and kids, my wife is here and our kids are, uh, one of them's in college. We're going to talk about them in a little bit. Um, because they are, they're like the, the best gifts I've ever received. But it's honestly this mug that I have and my kids got it for me. It's a Christmas, or it's a, it was a, for Valentine's Day of all things. And I'm their stepdad. Uh, I'm not their biological dad, but they and my wife conspired to get a mug that says, thank you for stepping into our lives. We love you, dad. And it 
broke my heart when I got it because it was just this amazing, amazing thing. Uh, I still have the mug. It unfortunately fell and the handle broke off, but it's still sitting out there right now. I, I'm afraid to touch it because I don't want it to crumble, uh, but it is like one of the best gifts I've ever gotten. I'm, I'm actually tough to buy gifts for, and my wife can jump in and, and say that as well. Uh, I do a million hour, hours of research on everything that we buy, but honestly, they knocked it out of the park with that one. So three kids, my three step kids, uh, but I call them my own children. They call me dad. I mean, it's just, I love them with all of my heart and I, th I think they love me. I think they're pretty partial to me. Uh, we have two boys and one girl and the boys right now, they are 18 and 12. So they're older, uh, but for about eight years there constantly, the one thing they were always asking for was Lego for birthdays, for Christmas, for St. Patrick's Day or for whatever, whenever they could, they wanted Legos. And, and, it, and it turned into Lego Star Wars sets in particular. They were obsessed with Lego Star Wars. I, I was never a big Lego kid growing up. Maybe you were in the chat. I had a couple of sets, um, but I, I'm a kind of a nerd in that I would just build the thing that it was made for and then it would just, I would let it sit there and I wouldn't touch it because I'd be, again, like the mug, I'd be afraid to break it. And I, I, you know, I, I, I just didn't want to do anything. Here we go, Legos. Now we're jumping in the chat. Uh, my two boys ate that stuff up. They would, they had bins and bins and bins and bins and bins upon bins of Lego. They'd put the Lego together and, with, with the instructions and then they'd break it and then they'd rebuild it into something else. They'd create battlefields and dioramas and they'd create all sorts of big and little and awesome things. They were amazing at Lego. And if you, if you know Lego, if you know how it is, you know that they, they all come in like these little bags, like you get four or five or 20 bags inside this box and they're all separated and they all kind of have these unique interesting purposes there's these small little parts that don't seem to make much sense in there like when you're looking at them and then you open the instructions and there's a million pages and they tell you to build all of these little compartments and then you put them to the side so you build one you open a bag you build the thing in the bag and then you put it to the side and then you open the bag and you build the thing and then you put it to the side and it does never starts to look like the Darth Vader helmet that I just paid for. <laughs> and this goes on and on and on until like in the last two pages of the instructions, you put all of the pieces together, you put all of those, those components that you've built together and all of a sudden the Darth Vader helmet just magically appears complete. It's, it's insane. And, and the thing is, all of those little pieces of Lego, they all the little ones and the you know the the one and two blocks and then the big plate pieces and then the little cone rotating things, they they all they were placed there by some designer probably in Denmark because uh, that's where Lego's from by the way. Uh, but they all, they all have a they all have a purpose. If if those little pieces are not there, there's going to be holes all over the place, and then my Darth Vader helmet is going to fall apart like that coffee mug. It's going to be. It's, it's going to be weird. Uh, I want to go to the chat real quick because I saw some awesome private Ryan said my first guitar was one of the best gifts I received. Let's go guitars. Got to love that second best gift from doc was the Xbox 360 that tell bought him when they were still dating. That's how she knew he was a keeper. Yes. My wife bought me an Xbox. Uh, like one of the first years we were married, it was one of the best things ever. Uh, Jen Lutz, uh, I've got so many wonderful intangible gifts, but in high school, getting the season of survival all stars on DVD. Awesome. Bougie saying, uh, best gift was his 3ds and fire emblem awakening my goodness dude that is awesome technically it was a birthday gift but she had to save 
for months. That's amazing. Kristen said, best gift ever was a handwritten letter from my sister who's across the country in college. Hey, be- breach, breach, what a, uh, breach, breach, breach. Thanks for joining in. Welcome to Lux Digital Church. I am Andy. I'm Chino Mage. I'm one of the dudes around here, one of the leaders around here. Mark is uh, with us at the lift in chat right now. So glad you're here. Welcome to Lux. So that's kind of all of that. And, and, and you know, all of these little pieces of Lego, all the gifts we've received, all, you know, this this is us. This is this is us as the church. It's a, it's a little reductive to think this way. But tonight we're, we're going to talk about how we all fit together how we all fit into God's kingdom together, and how he gave us all spiritual gifts to fill in the places that were needed. We've been in this series called Kingdom Culture here at Lux, this, this kind of collection of talks where we're, where we're really looking at what it means to be part of a culture of God that is being formed all around us. Not popular culture, but a culture of God. And we're, we're talking about how we fit into a community and how our giving affects what that culture actually is. And last week, if you missed it, Pastor Mark at The Lift uh, walked us through what it was like to actually examine your time, to give of your time, to stop wasting your time, and to start giving your time to things that truly matter, whether that's self-improvement or volunteering or loving your families or anything like that. And so to advance that just a little bit forward in time, we're going to be talking tonight about something that may be a bit tougher to get to the root of. We're going to be talking about the things that we do in our day-to-day lives. And more than that, we're going to talk about the things that we love to do, the things that we are passionate about, the things that have ultimately been given to us as gifts from God. Because all of this that we're talking about in this Kingdom Culture series, especially tonight, it's something that can give us hope. The things that we love to do can actually bring hope, hope to others, which is crazy. And we're going to talk about this in a little bit. There's, we can bring hope that, that we can actually be used for something that's bigger than us. Hope that we can actually get plugged into a community where we all can serve and benefit each other. And then hope that we can all work towards something together. It's crazy to think that God placed gifts and skills and desires and talents inside of us that can all work with other people. Because if you think about it, it's no mystery that we're all good at different things in this world. We all have different talents. This is no surprise to anybody. We're told this from the very beginning of when we go to school. We're all good at some things and not. Uh, I am not as good at Pastor Mark at preaching to a camera like this, or am not as good as he is at building a church from scratch. I'm I'm honestly not even as good as he is at growing a beard, because uh, he can grow a majestic beard in like 30 seconds. It's fantastically crazy. I, yes, we're going to be talking about God's kingdom built on Lego tonight. Let's go with that. I am better than him at running and lifting weights, and I am better at being, it's the soap, Gino Mage. I, uh, I'm better at running, lifting weights. I'm probably better at being bald than him. This is me without a hat on. Uh, I'm way better at being bald than he is. Th- those are talents that we have. Those are skills that both Mark and I have. Uh, Salty can help with the beard growing. I need your help, brother. That's our talents and our skills. Now, before we go any further, you heard me reference spiritual gifts and you heard me reference talents. And so we need to we need to make a clear dividing line at what we're talking about. What a flex, he says. Absolutely. <laughs> the only part was true was the beard growing thing. Shh, zip it, Mark. 
Talents and spiritual gifts are two kind of different things that feed into each other. So talents are those things that we are naturally born with. Mark's beard growing, that's a talent. You might be good at math or, I don't know, crocheting or something like that. That's a natural talent. It's genetic, for lack of a better word. They didn't really have genetic terms back in the Bible, but, but it's genetic. We now know that that's built into our chromosomes. Talent can be used by people that are not in relationship with God, that are not Christians. It can be used by people for selfish reasons and selfish gain. Talents and skills and abilities are innate within us. Although you can hone them and you can refine them and you can turn them into something that could later become a career, yes. We're all given talents and skills and abilities. Do I think God is bald? Mm. We're all given talents and skills and abilities. But the second, the second we receive the salvation message of Jesus Christ and we open our hearts to a life-changing future-altering relationship with Jesus Christ, the second that happens, those skills and talents and abilities transform. We don't go super saiyan. We don't get all, you know, uh, blonde-headed or anything like that. Our power doesn't go to over 9,000, but, but we transform now from one thing to now being in service, and that's in service to God. Those gifts we see are given to us by the Holy Spirit. God in his generosity is constantly giving us gifts. That's because his kingdom is marked by extravagant generosity, which is the key statement that we've been going off of for this collection of talks. The kingdom of God is marked by extravagant generosity. The gifts and skills and talents and abilities that God gave us, we can now see them. The second we become in a believer, we can now see that those gifts are to be used for something. But used for what? The Apostle Paul, uh, who we talk about quite frequently here at Lux, the Apostle Paul actually, he writes about this same thing in a letter he wrote to some of the ancient churches of Corinth, kind of in the area of Turkey, that area, in, in ancient Turkey. And in what we now know as the book of 1 Corinthians in chapter 12, he writes this starting in verse 4, where he says, there are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone, it is the same God at work. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. Manifestation is a long-winded word, I understand. But if you go back there, you can see that Paul says, to each one. That means everyone. That means to each person that starts believing in God. You notice Paul didn't right there, well, you know, just to those who have good hair, or just to those that marry into the right family, or just those that dress or talk a certain way. He doesn't say that. He says everyone gets at least one spiritual gift. Some have more than others. We'll get into that later, and most of the time it's just a different honing and refining of gifts. There's all sorts of different types of gifts, and I, I'm not going to get into the gifts that are like speaking gifts and serving gifts and all of that stuff that uh, we might be carrying kind of some of our, if, we're, if we've been in church a little bit, we might be carrying some baggage into this conversation. Honestly, 
talking about the speaking gifts and the serving gifts and where the dividing line is, it can lead to a path of comparison and confusion that we really don't need right now. We can have that conversation later, and I would love to have that conversation with you on Discord or via DM or somewhere else. But essentially tonight, we can look at our spiritual gifts as like this thing that we're all given from God through the Holy Spirit. And all of these gifts are valid, and all of them are awesome. None of them are to be looked down upon. Even things that may culturally be made jokes, they're all used to serve. Okay, so there, there's a what there. Yes, please, Gina. Love to have that conversation, Zeph. Okay, so that's the what, but the, now let's talk about the why. Why are we given these gifts then? Is it just to, you know, make great art? Is it just like leveling up? <laughs> like where we have to choose a feat and then add a point to our, our decks or our strength? Is this, is this just because God wants us to have a better life? I want to answer that question with another question to you. And you can kind of ruminate on this for a second and grab this. But have you ever asked what your purpose in this life is? Have you ever, have you ever sat and like really wondered what you're doing in this life? Because if you're, if you're naturally good at something, like let's say you're naturally good at business, right? You're told to go to school. You're told to increase your business knowledge so that you can make more money and have a better future. And there's your purpose. Or if you're naturally good at, I don't know, basketball, you're told to train as much as possible so that you can be famous and you can play in the NBA and secure your future. And that is your purpose. If you're naturally good at work, woodworking or, you know, carpentry, you're told to go build things and get better so that you can make more money and you could secure your future. And that is your purpose. Do you see what I'm getting at here? Like, like you're, if you're naturally good at something, you're told to go home that so that you can secure your own future and make more money. Is that your purpose? Is your purpose simply just to get better so that you can do those things? We know that, that, that Christian, as Christians, the, the difference between a talent and a spiritual gift is the purpose thing. It's that dividing line. And we know that, that spiritual gifts, what we're talking about tonight, they serve a major purpose. And that is to serve others. That is the key difference. If you know uh, one of our stream partners here, someone we support as a church, Jate, twitch.tv slash jlife. He's uh, an amazing, amazing guy. He was on maybe a month and a half ago with us. Um, he's, like I said, one of the one of our stream partners. We support him as a, a, almost a missionary into the Twitch realm. Uh, and he told a bit of his story. He's He was an incredibly, is an incredibly talented graphic designer. He was making a bunch of money as a younger man. He was gaining accolades and major contracts with major companies and sports teams. And one day he felt God calling him to give that up. Because he realized that all of those things that he had been honing were not part of his purpose. His purpose was not to make money. His purpose was instead to use his talents and skills and abilities and the, the spiritual gifts that God had given him to become a streamer on Twitch and to be a missionary to the gaming field. He, he realized that. He realized he would need to use his gifts of empathy and encouragement and, and you know, teaching be on camera and talking for hours and hours and hours and hours. If you know Jade, he's on for like 16 hours a day. I don't know how that dude does it, but he, he knew he, would, he was going to have to be doing this to reach people who may be far from God to tell them about the love that comes from knowing Jesus. And now he's using his spiritual gifts of faith and empathy and communication to really help a culture on Twitch that so desperately, desperately needs Jesus. 
Jade is awesome. He's like one of our favorite people, and he's doing great things in the world right now, all because he took his natural talents of design and communication, he saw the purpose split in the middle, saw the spiritual gifting on the in the kind of a, the in the core of that, and started to use that to serve people. Zeph hung out in a stream earlier. Please go support Jade after this, after this stream, or go support Aki and Peach. We'll talk about him too. See, the problem with what this world tells us is that we're to be giant consumers. We're to gain accolades and money and possessions and treasures and kill streaks and all of that because it's who we're made, quote unquote, made to be, right? That's who we're made to be. But God, the giver of perfect gifts, the giver of life and literally everything, shows us throughout the entirety of the Bible, not just one or two pages, but the entirety of the Bible cover to cover, that we are, we are to be givers. God's extravagant generosity gives us power to serve, to show others what love looks like, to tell people about the gifts that we have been given. You can put this all another way and you can pull it directly out of the Bible where the Apostle Peter says this, each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. This is from 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 10 through 11. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. I'm out of breath. Peter tells us that the Holy Spirit gives each of Jesus' followers a gift. Right here. That, right in that scripture. It's in the chat if you need to read it again. And that gift is selected from a variety of gifts. So you have a gift from God given for the purpose of making a difference. You were hardwired by God to live a fruitful and purposeful life. There are certain things that only you can contribute to this world and to the body of Christ, which is awesome and so so, so needed. Because the second part of all of this that we're talking about is that we're to use these gifts not by ourselves in a Lone Ranger thing, but in conjunction with a community of people who believe in Jesus Christ, the church. Like Lux. <laughs> That's where we are. But also like other churches around who are seeking to live out the calling that God has given to us to go and make disciples, followers of Jesus. And that is our ultimate purpose. That is what Lux is designed to do. That is what every church that has ever been established, hopefully, hopefully, has been designed to do. Whatever gifts we have, we're to use them to make followers of Jesus, and we're not to do it by ourselves, but we're to do this in partnership, in community with other people. If you go back to the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians, where we were just a moment before, uh, now moving into verse 18, we can see that we're essentially one giant body of people. He says, but in fact, God has placed the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If they were all one part, what would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but there's only one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. Now you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it. That comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 18 through 21, and then I threw verse 27 in there because it's awesome. This is Paul spelling out what like 
perfect party composition looks like. <laughs> it's not a tank, a healer, and three DPS, like in D&D or a WoW raid. This is what the body of Christ looks like, the church. Everyone banding together, grouping together, working towards the same goal of service. Bodies need all of their parts kind of working in tandem, just like the body of Christ. As I said earlier, when I was ragging on, uh, uh, on Mark just a little bit, I, I like running and I like working out. Um, it's, it's a core passion of mine. It's a thing that I actually uh, feel like I was gifted in as well, not being an athlete. I'm not an athlete, but I can teach people to do that. And uh, I, for a long time, I've constantly been blowing my right knee out. And I would have to be really careful with my running mileage and kind of the amount of weight that I was squatting and deadlifting. I just, I had to manage it and I had to be really conscious of what my body was telling me. And at one point back in 2016, I and my wife felt the Lord's calling to use those gifts that he had given both of us to open kind of a faith-based nonprofit sort of CrossFit style gym. It wasn't CrossFit, so we're, we're not some of those cult people. Uh, but we opened a gym that was designed primarily to help people get healthier inside and out. And right around the time that we open, opened the gym, my knee blew out and I couldn't teach people how to squat. So just think about that. A gym owner that couldn't teach people how to actually do the thing. I couldn't show people what I was actually supposed to be doing because I was an idiot with my knee. And uh, we were going around and getting sponsors for this gym. It's great. Uh, we had a bunch of local businesses that were able to kind of give money each, each month to the gym to help support it uh, and hopefully make a small scraping of a paycheck one of the uh one of the sponsors of the gym was actually a physical therapist and he worked for the atlanta falcons as well kind of on the side he was one of their physios this guy knew his stuff especially when it came to sports and he he brought me into his office uh for like a six-month consult thing like he gave me a six-month program and said okay come on in i'm gonna help you fix your knee all for free this guy would have charged hundreds and hundreds and thousands and thousands of dollars uh but he was gonna do it for free because he was awesome so I, I walk in, rock up to this place, and he puts me through all these like movement drills. He watches me run and jump and squat and deadlift, and he pushes on my legs and on my back and caused me a whole lot of pain, and I was, I was in tears because it was really painful. And at the very end of the first appointment, he sits me down on the table and he says, okay, I know what's wrong with you. <laughs> and I'm thinking, great, my knee is jacked. I'm going to need surgery. I'm never going to be able to walk again. We just opened this gym. It's so stupid. I can't do this. And he looks at my, not my right leg, which was hurting, but he looks at my left leg and he points to my left ankle and my left big toe because apparently I didn't have flexibility in them. And because I didn't have flexibility in them, because they weren't working right, my right leg was actually working too hard, causing a whole bunch of stress and strain and overworking. And it was like this epiphany moment. My left big toe meant that right, my right knee was in so much pain that I couldn't sleep. One little thing that was not working meant the rest of my body was in agony. That's essentially what Paul is saying in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Each part of the church body needs each other. God has planned for you to love certain people that no one else can love quite like you can. He has planned your personality and your spiritual gifts to be used in conjunction with other people around you to love people and communities like no one else can. God's Holy Spirit gave us these gifts 
for the purpose of serving and loving and blessing others. Because out of his extravagant generosity, we're now empowered to be extravagantly generous ourselves. Some of us you know, like to be on a stage. Some of us like to be on camera. Some of us like to be behind a computer. Some of us like math. Others hate math. The people that love math, good for you. You can keep it. There, there's, there's somebody who loves the things you hate, and there's people that hate the things you love. This is intentional on God's part. This is the Lego thing that I was talking about earlier. This is made to build up a body that exists to bless and serve the world. And not everyone is going to be gifted to do the same things. Are we all streamers like Jate? <laughs> of course not. Are we all sound desire designers? No. Are we all wordsmiths or teachers or on-camera personalities or good Bible studies? Of course not. But just like Jate or just like my left ankle, we can find our place in the body and work towards the cause of Jesus Christ. Every single person has a place and has something to do. That means you. You have a place. You belong. And you can work with this community. And here's why we should be doing that. Because our spiritual gifts are not our own. They don't belong to us. They are on loan from God. And if we don't use them, I mean, we're going against living the fullest life we could be, honestly. We're missing out on a life that is full of love, full of fulfillment, full of purpose, full of life, full of grace, full of mercy, full of contentment, full of joy, full of peace. That all stems from those gifts that God has given us. We've answered the what. We've answered the why. Now it's time to answer the how. How do we do this? We've, we've got some stuff we're good at. Great. Awesome. Thanks for, thanks for yelling at me for a little bit, you know, Mage. But God just doesn't show up the second we start to follow him. And he doesn't say like, hey, you, you know, here's your talent. Here's your gift. Here's your mission. There's no giant quest giver with an exclamation point over his head saying like, hey, go kill 10 rats and come back and I'll give you your spiritual gift. A lot of the time, we don't actually even know fully what our gifts are because spiritual gifts, they have to be discovered, and they also need to be developed. Our spiritual gifts aren't just like Neo in the Matrix where you just plug a file into your head and then, you know, Kung Fu happens. I, uh, as I was doing research for this, I typed in, uh, imagine a Lego. Yeah, we'll get to that in a sec, Shock. That's good. As I was doing research for this message, I typed into uh, Google, finding your spiritual gifts, and I got no less than 24 different quizzes on the first two pages. 24 different spiritual gift finders and strength finder assessments and all of those things on the first two pages. If, if you're curious, you can go and take one of those quizzes. That's perfectly fine. They're, it's a good starting place. Most of them are good starting places, but they're not going to tell you how to live a life of purpose by using your gifts. They're not going to show you how to manifest your talents right now because the only way to actually develop that gift is to put something to use to get involved, to figure it out. Some of you have dormant spiritual gifts because you have believed the lies about who you are and what you do. 
which has sidelined you. You have believed what culture has been telling you that you are just a gamer. You are just a this. You are just a that. You are weak. You are worthless. You are uh, not worthy of grace and not worthy of love. Some of you have dormant gifts because those are the things you've believed. And I'm here to tell you, all of those lies are false. You are a person of God. You are a child of worth. You are deserving of the heavenly father's resurrected son. Some of you are just sitting on your hands. Like we learned past last week from Pastor Mark, you're letting your time master you and you're wasting precious moments. You're living one year out of 10 and that's it. You're sleeping your way through life. For all of us tonight, whether you're sleeping your way through life or whether you're trying to recover from the lies that people have been telling to you about who you are, it's time this week, right now, to take a step of faith and to start working inside of this kingdom culture we are trying to be part of. To do that, you have to remember two things. Number one, I just referenced this early, but number one, you are a child of God. You are dearly loved by the God of all things. He loved you so much that he sent his one and only son, Jesus Christ, to die so that we would be put back into a right relationship with him. He, God, sent the power of his Holy Spirit to literally live inside of you to start to give you these gifts and skills and talents and to manifest them as spiritual gifts. God did that because you are loved. And if you don't know that love, if you do not accept that love, if you are questioning that love, I would love to have a conversation with you either tonight in the Discord or any other time. You can simply shoot me a DM, Chino Mage on Twitch. You can pop into our Discord and hit me up there, Chino Mage. You can hit me up on any of my socials as well. It is super easy to find me or ask Pastor Mark or ask somebody else in the chat right now. So that's number one. You are loved. Number two, this is going to take time. This is going to take space. Finding out your spiritual gifts is going to take time and space. And most importantly, it's going to take community, a community of people around you, whether physically or virtually. You're not doing this alone. Your gifts and talents need to be used alongside other people. That's what we're here for, church. So, uh, some practical steps. If you want to take notes, great. If not, you can come back to this via VOD, but to figure out where your spiritual gifts are or to figure out how to start using them or to figure out where to plug in, you got to start by asking yourself right now, like, what things do I like and what am I good at? And then you can kind of swirl that all up into a ball, the things I like and the things I'm good at, swirl it up into a ball. And then you can kind of open your hands and say like, okay, now what part of God's kingdom really excites me? What are the things that, that if money was no object and time was no object, what are the things that I really think I could make an impact doing and help people out in? Because chances are inside of that weird oatmeal mush that you're rolling together as you're thinking about this, and then when you start to think about God's kingdom, chances are that's where your gifts are going to reside. I mean, if I could, I would just sit around all day and play video games. But, you know, we're talking about making a kingdom impact, and me playing video games does not necessarily the impact the kingdom. Like people like Jate or Frostbite in the chat or Asia the girl or Aki and Peach, they're impacting the kingdom because they have a special gift and talent. But for you today and for me today, throughout this week, we need to ask God for help. And then the biggest thing out of all of this swirl, just get involved. 
It's not that complicated, folks. Just get involved. The more you get involved in the church, the quicker you're going to find how God has gifted you. It seems paradoxical that you need to get involved to figure out what you're good at, but this is how God's kingdom works. He, need, he wants you to show obedience in just the little things so he can show you the greater things. Do whatever you can find to do. Do however you can find to trust God through the church or, you know, whatever, to show you those gifts. Our dream team is always looking for committed people to jump in but so is any of our general Discord channels, so is our prayer time, so is our social media, so is any number of places. Get involved. Each week, we're going to wrap up here, and as we wrap up, we want to leave our service time with one practical step. As we move into the season of gratitude and giving, I, I want us to leave with this. This week, I will take one step to put one of my talents to use. Even if that one step is just figuring out what one of those gifts or skills or talents or is, uh, is, excuse me, are. If you know what they are, maybe it's reaching out to us on Discord or via DMs to help you plug in. Maybe it's going more local and just emailing or messaging someone that you could help around you in person, out in the sun, where, you know, the outside is kind of scary. I completely get that. We want to help you find your gifts and we want to help you use them for God's kingdom. Obviously, if you've got like definite things, you can help us out here at Lux, like graphic design or animation or video. I'd love to have a conversation or Mark or Greg would love to have a conversation with you, but maybe you're good at carpentry or maybe you're good at plumbing or fixing cars or running or anything else. We want to help you get plugged in somewhere. We want to help you as a church community find out where to use your gifts. We want to make sure that your gifts and skills and talents are being used. So today we're going to pray as we get out of this service and move into something a little bit different. We're going to pray and we're going to ask God to show you creative ways that we can use our giftings. You'd be surprised, honestly, at what he shows you. But we just want to pray right now for that. And, and I would love to have conversations with all of you. And I know Mark would love to have conversations with all of you about how we can help you get plugged in. Let's pray about God's kingdom culture and get, getting plugged in right now. God, we thank you for who you are and what you have done. We thank you for the life and the love everlasting that has been shown through your son, Jesus. And we thank you for the Holy Spirit who has given us spiritual gifts, whether we know what they are or whether we're just like, taking a step now to figure that out today. God, I'm praying for our church. I'm praying for Lux as a whole to really sink their teeth into what it means to be followers of Jesus Christ, what it means to serve in the kingdom culture that we are forming, God. For it is your kingdom we are trying to advance, not our kingdom, not the name of Lux, not the name of any other church other than the church of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, for who you are. Speak to our people tonight in Discord, via DMs, in the chat, uh, via VOD, or on demand. Lord, speak to them. Help them to discern just a little bit so that they can take that first step today. We love you, and it's in Jesus' name we pray, and all of God's people said, Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's message at Lux Digital Church. If Lux has been having an impact on your life, I want to encourage you to visit us at luxdigitalchurch.com and get connected to our community there. We're so thankful for you and we appreciate you. Have a blessed day and a blessed week.